Welcome to the Baby Project Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Elise. Uh, This will be a weekly podcast about our journey becoming first-time parents. We're doing this for two reasons. First reason, of course, maybe our child somewhere down the line will want to listen to it and and hear our anxieties and our fears (laughs) and everything as we became first-time parents. But also, there are a lot of people out there going through the same thing that we are, and, and it's scary. It's intimidating. It's a lot of anxiety wrapped up into this and maybe if they listen to it they might hear something that they're experiencing and then know that they're not alone that there's a sense of camaraderie and it's some way of bonding strangers together should be fun younger I never really pictured myself as the father uh, I was always a cool uncle in my head um, and it's not because I just it's not because I didn't desire to have children I just never thought that it was gonna be a possibility for me um, just because I was always the chubby kid uh, kind of like I was an in-betweener popular unpo- like popular not popular but I never really had significant others things like that so i mean until you came along i was kind of uh, a loser um i don't think you were a loser but you just didn't have many girlfriends nothing wrong with that yeah you know, potato potato but you <laughs> i imagine um because in popular culture and in movies the stereotype is the girl always fantasizes about when they're older their marriage their children i imagine you're a stereotypical little girl what uh what did you expect when you were a child. So one thing that, um, I, one of the things that I think I expected when I was growing up and, um, I was obviously expecting to have, um, kids. That was something that I was anticipating. I know not everybody does. Um, I was envisioning that I was going to have between four and five kids. Um, and at one point I think I knew all their names. I, I don't remember what those names are. The one I do remember was going to be my first daughter and her name was going to be Amy. Um, I think I may have gotten that from little women, but I don't remember. I don't remember. I think I just liked the name Amy and I knew that she was also going to have curly red hair. Um, and with the way you and I look, I think red hair is uh, in genes or at least not in our most immediate gene pool. So I don't think that's going to happen, but that's okay. I think I've kind of lightened up on my uh, expectations of how I want my children to look. Then I think for boys, I think I always had the names Stephen and William picked out because they're family names and I really love those names. But I was anticipating having a a fairly big family because I came from a a family of six in total. So my mom from her previous marriage had my brother and then in her current marriage, she had me and my two sisters. So kind of grew up with a big family and I was envisioning I was going to have a similar family. Yeah, I come from a large family as well. Um, I have a, my immediate family, it's four children. I'm the youngest of the four, but I have a large extended family because my mom had uh, five brothers. My dad had four brothers. Um, so, I mean, I, I expect we'll probably be, you know, pushing them out like rabbits. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I think, Five is a lot. That's a very large number to wrap your head around. Um, maybe most people, though, are nowadays are only having a few, two, three. As long as we have more than one, 
I think we're solid because in my experience, only children, only the, the, when the person is the only child uh, in their family, they tend to be assholes. And I'm not really... They tend to be kind of spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to indulge in that. And yeah. I know a way to avoid that is to just have multiples. Because <laughs> um, I, like, I know my, my oldest brother, um, he never got over being a, no longer being an only child when the twins came around. Um, because he's very violent to us. Uh, he's mellowed out now that he's, you know, in his 30s. But I see your nephew kind of follows that pattern where he's kind of he kind of bullies his little brother. And uh, I know that if you only had the one kid, that would be exponentially worse because you're coddling and all that. And it's not to say that every family that has an only child, that all of those kids are brats. It's just, no, they are. It tends I'm to be. <laughs> it tends to be our experience that that is how that child ends up. Certainly, there's exceptions to the rule, just like every rule. But um, yes, and and I think that I definitely. I think you and I settled. We want four. I, I think yeah. You and I talked. You talked me down to four, um, and we wanted. We from decided five. It was a it was a big battle that I won <laughs> to get from five to four. <laughs> um, and I think we decided that we want to have three of our own and then we want to adopt one. We'll see how the first two go. Obviously, you know, that might change in time. But as of right now, we want to have three of our own and then we want to be able to adopt and give somebody else a home that might not have one otherwise. So I remember when you told me that you were pregnant uh, when I was at work and I, what sort of things were going through your head what made you decide that you might have been pregnant because we we had talked about um trying we had been at it for a few months but our schedules never really aligned up that well since i was working evenings and you were working days to actually consummate and and have coitus uh, as, <laughs> as the scientists would call it um but then you what 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 made you want yeah. to check yeah so um, the symptom that I had, uh, was one of the most common symptoms and that, that, and that is that my period was late. Um, for some girls, their cycles are not, uh, consistent. Sometimes they, they change all the time, but I will say that my cycle is very predictable. It, it's very consistent. It's very regular. And I think I was two or three days late and typically never that late. So I took a pregnancy test and I saw it was positive and I think, the first thing that was going through my mind was that I was a little nervous. It's not that I was not looking forward to being a mom. And it's not that I don't understand what happens when you have coitus, as you put it, without protection. Um, obviously, there's something is going to, you know, happen when you're doing it. But um, I think it's it's one thing when you're a single couple and you're, you know, talking about this idea of becoming parents and this idea of having kids one day, and then you see a positive pregnancy test and it's a time bomb, you know, like it becomes very real and you start thinking, okay, in a matter of, you know, nine months or less, you know, there's going to be another human being living in this household. Um, so at first I was kind of nervous. Um, I, I, again, knew what was going to happen when we were having unprotected sex, but um, I think it happened and it almost happened much faster than I anticipated. 
Um, I was also on a weight loss journey. I've been working with a fitness coach to get into a healthier shape, healthier physique. So I knew that that was going to change a little bit when I became pregnant because now I can no longer work towards the goal of um, losing weight and getting to a more healthier um, body weight. But it becomes, okay, I need to eat healthy and I need to continue to be physically active so that I can have a healthy pregnancy. Um, It's not to say you can't have one if you're not being active, but that's something I was already used to doing and I just need to continue to do that. What um, I remember your reaction when I told you or when I, yeah, when I informed you that I was pregnant, but uh, I think it'd be interesting to have you share what you thought or what was going through your head or just specifically how you outward reacted because I don't think it took you very long to uh, to react. Oh, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, I was at work on my lunch break, heading to my lunch break. You had messaged me saying that Winston, our um, chocolate lab, had pooped everywhere. I had, I knew you were going to suspect if I had just said, call me. So I think I had told you earlier that day that my period was late and that I was going to take a pregnancy test. So I had to find something to say to you to make you call me, but without saying, Hey, I checked pregnancy test and I'm pregnant. I wanted to, you know, show it to you over video. But anyway, yes, I had messaged you that. Well, there are a few occasions where Winston has gotten sick. Um, and it it tends to be our fault because we'll feed him something that he's not used (laughs) to and it'll upset his stomach, but he'll just defecate all over the carpet is it's it's one of the scariest things you'll ever wake up to and (laughs) so elise's reaction to that sort of thing is you get a little overwhelmed flustered i think is a nice way of putting it yes um you cried the last time it actually happened and uh not to like insult you or anything but you have um emotional things you need to work on anyways um so yes dear i'm already thinking like well this is great I only get 30 minutes to eat my pizza and I don't have to spend it comforting her while trying to eat my pizza and not look like a jackass because I need to eat my pizza. I'm hungry. It's my lunch break. No, right. Sure. Um, But as soon as I answer the video chat, um, there's an image of the pregnancy test, positive pregnancy test. And just immediately the pizza's forgotten. (laughs) I've forgotten all about the pizza. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. I was happy because I know we've tried... Uh, a couple times we've been you know talking about it for a while now and then to have it be a reality at that point kind of a reality but it's exciting i was excited yeah and then i wasn't i mean i wasn't supposed to tell people but i told people (laughs) Um, so the reason why i initially didn't want to tell didn't want you to tell anyone um i know that the way they, um, the way they figure out how many weeks long you are is based on your last period. But I'm pretty sure I know when we conceive this child. And I knew I was very early in my pregnancy. I think I, I, I think I suspected I was only about two weeks long, um, which is typically the earliest that a pregnancy test can detect when you're pregnant. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't want to tell a lot of people because um, typically, if you are going to miscarry. Um, you know, that can happen. That is most common, tends to be most common in the first trimester. Um, so I did not want to tell a bunch of people and then come back and have to inform people, God forbid, that it ended up not going well or that we lost the baby somehow. So that was something I just wanted us to know together. So I wanted to get to a point where I was further along and I think I wanted to, you and I had both agreed that we wanted to get to our first ultrasound and make sure that everything in the ultrasound looked good. And then 
Um, we were going to start informing people um, that way. Our parents and our immediate family were the only exceptions, I think. Well, and some of our friends were the exceptions to that rule um, where we told them, I think, when I was eight weeks along. So I think I was enough out of that window where I wasn't as worried that I was going to lose the baby. So we started informing people then, but then I don't think we posted anything on our Facebook accounts until we had the first ultrasound. Why was it important to post on the Facebook account? (laughs) It was important to me, um, not to you. I think we, through our relationship, you've shown me that you don't really care what people think. Um, and that's fine, but I, I wanted to post it because I think it's the easiest way to tell a number of people. Um, and it was just important to me because it was good news and I just wanted to share it. And, um, you know, I want our, the people in our family to have to, you know, know about it. And I think, you know, we always try to tell everybody that we think of immediately, but then I feel like there's always that, that person in your life that you may have overlooked, um, you know, and then they can see it on Facebook. Um, plus it was the way that I was going to inform my coworkers. I wanted them just to kind of find out that way. Um, so it was important to me just because it's, I think a lot of times social media, um, is a way that you can post good things that are happening in your life and celebrations. And there are people online who you are friends with or who you have a relationship with that kind of come alongside you as a sense of camaraderie. So kind of like this podcast. So I wanted to, um, post it on Facebook. But I know you do not feel the need to do that, and that's fine. But I was just too excited, and it was difficult enough for me to keep it a secret as long as we did. I mean, you wanted to spend the entire day calling people. I did spend the entire day calling people. Um, And this was when our when we decided to tell like our family and our closest friends, not when we had the ultrasound. But yes, and I mean, I personally think it's a little overkill. Text messages. They work just fine. I know email is kind of impersonal for family and stuff like that. But, I mean, you literally spent the entire day calling people and talking to them and getting, like, you know. Ah, we You were probably, were you searching for that rush? That no. adrenaline? That, like, that high? No, I think people, there are people, um, I would like to think in both our lives, but I guess if we're going to take this angle, there are people in my life who uh, <laughs> want to talk about how happy they are for us and talk about, you know, what are you going through? What are you experiencing? How far along are you? Are you hoping for a boy or girl? Do you have names picked out? Like they have all these questions. So yeah, I could have sent them a text, but I think it would have with the people that are in my life, I, I think my, our life, but you know, I guess the, my side of, you know, friends, I, I guess I would say, um, would have called anyway. Um, and asked for all the, the details, if you will. So I, I don't think it was that much that I was looking for a rush. It was that um, I think people were going to be very excited and they wanted to talk about it. And I was right. They did want to talk about it. So. I wonder if it's a gender thing. I don't want to, I don't want to get into like this, you know, social question of gender, whatever stereotypes and things like that. It's just, you know, the, most of the people I told that weren't our parents were men. My sister is the exception, but telling my cousin, my best friend, and my brothers, simple text, hey, Elise is pregnant, I got back, you know, like, hell yes, and and way to go, Ryan, things like that, did not have any (laughs) follow-ups. It's wonderful. Like, I didn't have to explain anything. 
You didn't. You didn't. Right now. You didn't at the time. I think when we went to our first family gathering, you know, those questions did follow. But, but yes, yes, you are right. It very well may be the particular, I think, men that are in our lives um, that don't necessarily need all the details or that, you know, know that they're going to find out eventually. You know, maybe that's why they didn't call you right away. But I know that the ladies in mine and some of the ladies in your life, um, who found this news out, I think wanted the, wanted all the other details. They wanted to talk about it. They wanted to, you know, talk about how great it's going to be and, you know, all the changes that we're going to go through and, you know, just kind of talk with us. So yes, it very well may be a gender thing. Uh, it may be just the people that we know. It's probably the people we know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, the most of the people we know, most of the guys I know are very laid back, laissez-faire. That's cool. Whatever happens, happens, man. That sort of thing. But so expectations for this for this pregnancy. <clears throat> You're out of the first trimester. I know we're kind of starting this kind of late. Um, but I got you the baby book and you haven't touched that. So I figured Yet. this is the next. Yet. Okay. Sorry. Yet. So this is the next best thing. Um, <laughs> what sort of, what sort of uh, things have you uh, experienced in the pregnancy that you didn't think were going to happen or you didn't think about? Well, um, so what I went through, every woman's pregnancy experience is different. Um, I will say I really cannot complain all that much because I know sometimes some women have horrific um, morning sickness. You know, they wake up and they vomit or they vomit throughout the day. Their stomach's upset. They don't feel well. I will say I did not have that. I did have an upset stomach, um, you know, throughout the day probably at least once a day. Um, and it seemed like it was mostly brought on when I was hungry or when I was tired, I would just get a really upset stomach. It definitely changed my appetite. We ate a lot more fast food than I should have, but it's what kind of sounded good at the time. Um, so, but I did not have any necessarily sickness. It was just more of an upset stomach. And then one thing I, I think I heard about, but I didn't really account that would happen is the amount of fatigue that you feel. I mean, it seemed like in the first trimester, especially if I was hungry and I didn't get something to eat like that moment, I mean, instantly I feel like I was just kind of crashing. I just felt very, very tired. Um, my stomach was upset and it would turn into this vicious cycle because, you know, while I was feeling that way, I wouldn't necessarily want to eat because my stomach is upset. But I also knew that if I did eat that those symptoms would go away. Um, I remember the first time uh, you had to talk yourself through eating a turkey burger. Yep. Yep. Because it was it was hard. Um, And then I definitely fell asleep much earlier at night. I typically can stay up till like 930, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Unless we're watching a movie and then you clock out 20 minutes in. (laughs) If I'm laying down. No, that's not always true. So (laughs) um, I was falling asleep at I think. One day it was as early as 7.30, but I think, you know, I was falling asleep at 8, 8.30 typically, early for me. And then, especially the first few weeks, I know before I was pregnant that I was already kind of battling some acne from a product that I was using. And it seemed like once the pregnancy was confirmed, my acne around my mouth and my chin um, just got horrendously worse. It, It got pretty bad. I've never... I've never, I don't think I've ever been somebody that went through my teenage years and had just like a ton of acne. Um, I didn't, I mean, I had pimples here and there, but I had mostly 
clear skin. It was never really that bad. Um, and this is probably the worst I've ever had acne. Um, since I've progressed into my second trimester, that has gone away. So it's been very nice. Um, but I would say those were my biggest symptoms of um, fatigue, upset stomach, slash I guess you can call it morning sickness, but not really. And then, um, you know, the acne that I experienced. And then I'm in my second trimester. I'm already heavier than what I was when I started. I've talked to a couple people about that. Some people, it seems like they are lighter when they get to this stage because of their morning sickness. But then, um, you know, other people tend to gain weight a little bit more easily. So I'm, I guess I tend to be the latter or I'm so far experiencing that I'm the latter. So what are you hoping for? Like what gender, what, what sort of gendered child do you wish? I think that our baby really does have a, a battle of the sexes going on. So if it's a boy, it will be your mother's first grandson. If it is a girl, it will be my brother's first niece. So I think, I don't think I have a preference either way. I think I will be happy if it's a boy or a girl, as long as the baby's healthy. Um, but it will be, and, you know, to add that, so it's kind of a battle of, of the sexes in our own house. I mean, I have, we have you and our male dog, Winston, and then we have me and our female dog, Lily. So it'll be kind of a tiebreaker either way. It'll be kind of cute, but I don't think I'm hoping necessarily for either one. Are you hoping for either one? I'm, I'm leaning more towards boy. Boy. Um, okay. Just for the same thing you said, just because I have, on my mom's side, I have nieces, uh, or on my mom's side, on my side, we only have nieces. Um, and uh, I think having the grandson might, you know, because I'm the favorite already. And so that would set my child apart further because, you know, it's <laughs> the only boy. It and, would be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would be a positive. But again, if it's a girl, um, fine with me. I If it's a girl, we will not have to shop because we have already gotten a, a lot of hand-me-downs. Plethora of, was... of little lady clothes because um, for reasons that you said, you've only had nieces in your family. And I know your sister was very generous and kind to keep just stacks of plastic barrels of clothing that we went through in two weekends and um so yeah if we have a girl we're pretty much set on clothing but yeah we're set if it's a boy we're, have we're ground. we can just raise the boy as a girl people do that <laughs> i mean it's I mentally want, traumatic I, yeah yeah i want the bait the i want our child to decide that on their own terms what sort of things because you know when i think about having a kid and we talk about raising the child but what sort of things do you anticipate experiencing like, with the kid? I know there's you know, the, the happy things, like the first what, like the first steps they take, the first time they laugh and all that stuff. But we're going to go through the terrible twos. They're going to become teenagers. I don't know how you were. Um, I, mean, like, I was a pretty well-adjusted kid. But when I was younger, I had some anger issues, um, which, I mean, you kind of have now. So I guess it kind of balances out. I think you were also a big mommy's boy, if rumor has it. Huge correct. mom's boy. Yes. Huge mama's boy. Yes. Um, so far, so much so that mommy could not go to the bathroom without... Without me crying. Yes. And I was like five or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that would be great for you if the child becomes your shadow, because then they'll leave me alone. And oh I'll my always God. be... 
always be good cop, you'll be bad cop. Yeah, you make this joke all the time. We're not doing that. It's not going to be a separate thing. We have to be a team when raising this child. No, we will be a team. Good cop, bad cop. No. They're, they're a team. That's not a good team. Yeah, it is. No, it's not they a good team. They always get the job done. We are not going to have this conversation over the podcast. I think <laughs> that we need to be united in how we handle and how we raise our children. One cannot be a good cop and one cannot be a bad cop. We need to be unified in our purpose. Okay, but to wrap this up real quick, because we're almost out of time. Two things. What's the one thing you look forward to the most and the one thing you look forward to the least? I do not. I, I look forward to the least of the amount of exhaustion I know I'm going to feel. We're going to um, be basically drunk for yes, the first year. we probably will be. Well, hopefully just the first few months, and then after that, maybe the baby will start falling into a schedule. I think, what am I looking forward to most? I think there's a number of things. I don't know if there's one specific thing I can pin down to say I'm looking forward to this the most, but a few things I'm looking forward to. I know you're going to be just a stellar dad. You're going to be just an awesome dad. And I look forward to experiencing and watching you with our baby because it's just going to be a very new experience. I mean, I've seen you with your nieces, so it's how I know you're going to be an awesome dad, but I think it becomes different when, um, when you, when I, when I see you with our child. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to things that make them smile. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, moments when we laugh and when we have, you know, moments where we can teach the child. And I'm looking forward to that, you know, being a role model to, to the child, um, and teaching them things and, you know, the different memories that are going to make us smile for years to come. How about you? What do you think? What's the one thing you're looking forward to? What's the one thing you're not really looking forward to? Well, I think we can pinpoint the thing I'm not looking forward to very easily. Can you guess? Um... Oh, yes, it's the diaper changing. Changing diapers. Yes. You no. should see pictures of how this diaper is going to look in the first week. I have seen uh, fresh baby poop. Uh, Paisley, my niece Paisley, the brother's daughter, when she was uh, a youngin, I uh, watched her for a couple hours and I had to change her diaper. And my word, it was a nightmare. <laughs> um, Kelia, my sister's oldest... Um, I was off at school when I came back. I didn't meet Keely until she was two or three weeks old. And um, I was holding her, playing with her, stuff like that. And she pooped. And it smelled. Like, I could smell she pooped. And um, my sister's like, oh, she she pooped her diaper. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll change her. Give her hair. I was like, no, no, I'll, be, I'll change her. It's not a big deal. I'll do it. It's not a problem. And as <laughs> I removed her onesie, he know. as I removed the onesie, the smell got stronger. I'm saying, you know, it's poop. That's just how poop is. That's what happens when you get closer to the source. And then I undid her diaper. And I swear, I almost threw up on this kid. (laughs) It was one of the worst things I've ever smelled. One of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, my goodness. I know that I'm going to have to adjust yes for our child because i can't yes. expect you to change every diaper thank you um, i do have to pull my weight in some arenas thank you um but it's gonna be an uphill battle it is and i'm not gonna like it it's okay um, but the thing i'm looking forward to the most is uh watching the kid learn um just experiencing them get it um because like sometimes with kelia when i'll explain stuff to her uh, especially when we're talking about books and stuff um there's like there's this little moment where a realization where she gets it 
and that just warms my heart and i really look forward to seeing those things with our kid especially because it's gonna look like me in some facet and it's you know i can be like that's how i was when i was that young i wonder if my parents went through these sort of things yeah that will be really cool that will be very cool and another thing that we're gonna end on a sappy note here um one of the things i never considered until I watched this movie that that you really love uh, about time, um, fantastic movie for any of those any of you um, who are looking for a really really great film. It's a fantastic movie. Go on. But I never considered. Um, there's a moment in the movie where it's the voiceover a montage and he's talking about um, how the people you love, seeing the people you love, love your child. I never considered that until the movie, I saw that movie and like, it's going to be nice to see like this thing that we created and that we love, um, just getting showered with affection by my sister, my brothers, your sisters, my mom, your mom and all that. I think that's going to be very rewarding. I think it's going to be magical as well. It'll be very sweet. that's it for this episode i guess um i feel like we got a lot of stuff off, off our chest yeah yeah you feel cleansed uh sure yeah, yeah. hopefully it's you know comforting or it's you know a sense of sol- sol- solstice solace solidarity solidarity to to some of you other uh listeners oh, out solace. there you're looking for solace i thought i was using that word right <laughs> god dang it so anyhow, hopefully you have enjoyed this first episode. We plan on continuing this episode every week to kind of give updates and you'll hear interviews from different people that we love who have also had pregnancies and what they expected and similar. Yeah, maybe we can learn something. I mean, I definitely know maybe. that I have to I have a lot to learn. Like, you know, I get comfortable and stuff like that with, with kids, but that's because I'm the cool uncle. Raising them is a completely different story. Yes. And yeah. so, yeah, uh, come back next week. Uh, well, we will uh, discuss about how uh, fat she's getting. So, oh uh, goodbye.